Hi, welcome to Third Space. I'm Kevin Weir. And I'm Jeremy Berkeley. And Jeremy, I have so many questions. I have questions too, Kevin. What is the special theory of relativity? How do black holes work? Why is the ocean blue? Why is the sky blue? There's only one way for us to find out the answers to this. To the librarium! We're going to look it up online. Oh, that's less fun. I already have the answer, so I actually just, I just Googled it. Let's go. Let's go. Been in the house like, <laughs> yeah. He's been in the house for like a week. Yeah, the lifespan of a fly. Yeah. Then he shall die soon. I'm so excited for when that fly <laughs> dies. I'm so excited for when this buzzing monstrosity because he, he likes to follow people. I'm sitting down over on the couch and he's just like, like, hi, how's it going? Hey, Kevin, what you watching? Sounds like a good special guest. <laughs> this is The Third Space with Kevin Weir and Jeremy Berkeley featuring The Fly. Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, there it is again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just buzzing around a little bit, and I'm having a fun time hanging out with you. <laughs> do you think we'll be friends forever, or do you think we'll only be friends till the end of my short, short lifespan? Probably not even friends during your lifespan, Fly. We hate you. Why, well, why would you hate me? Because you keep buzzing. I like being close to your eyeballs. Buzz off. I want to be right. I want to touch your eyeballs. Good right thing there, I'm man. wearing glasses. I'll get around them. I'll find a way. You got to keep me away from you. I'll touch your eyeballs. Okay. All right. And then he's gone. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. That was an aggressive fly. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, so, Kevin. Yeah. I believe this is another in a, in a series we have. Yeah. Ongoing. We're, yes. It's, uh, it's doing stuff again over. It's a r- 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 repeat. It's a re- <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is another superpower showdown. The one, the show that I keep on saying is versus a showdown. They're never versus. They actually get along quite well. Well, so maybe that will change this episode. <laughs> maybe they'll fight. Instead of merging these worlds, we'll say which one would be better equipped to deal with the other. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Yeah. But we should have done that like like five superpower <laughs> showdowns ago. <laughs> Let's get right into it, because Superpower Showdowns, we only have a certain amount of time to talk yeah. about each one, so might as well get into it. Yeah. Uh, for those who have not heard of Superpower Showdown before. We split the podcast in two. Yeah. I choose a superpower or special ability, and we talk about it for half, and Kevin does the same. Yes, and we don't talk about it beforehand, so we hope we don't choose the first, the... Same one. Each, the same <laughs> one. Uh, I've ha- been... Has happened before. It has happened before. <laughs> Now, Jeremy's going to go first, so we're going to have to see if I have to spend the next half hour trying to figure out <laughs> awesome. what to do. Yeah. Okay, you ready for this, Kevin? I am ready. What is your superpower? The superpower for my world is Plant Whisperer. Okay. Yeah. So, are we talking about like a poison ivy cell where you control the plants? No. Nope. Or are the plants... No, nope. you can talk to plants. Okay. You can't control the plants. Because they're plants. They're plants. You don't have special plant powers. You don't. You're not a super botanist. But you. But you can speak the language of plants if there is one. Okay. And in this world, there is. All right. Well, I'm going to start out with one very important thing. Yes. That there'll be two specific kinds of people, and we're going to have them flipped, which is vegetarians. Yeah. Are now going to be monsters. This is true. So, because <laughs> if you're someone who's like, yeah, I know we can talk to plants, but but the, but I just love carrots. Carrots are so good. Mm, I love when they scream when I bite them. I do know. Do, I, do you I, remember, I, I Kevin? Think, I think they're they're dead. They're dead Ke- at that Kevin, point. Kevin, do you remember yeah. the arrogant worms? Yeah. Do you remember their one of their most famous songs? I remember the last Saskatchewan pirate. I remember the War of of eighteen twelve. They have another song, Captain and, Tractor. Uh, it goes like this. I've heard the screams of the vegetables, watching their skins being peeled, grated and steamed with no mercy. How do you think that feels? It keeps on going on. I believe the song is titled Carrot Juice is Murder. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) When we say plants, does it also include, because we're going to live with here, like fungi, because those are kind of separate to plants. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I, don't, I don't think that is a plant. That is a fungus, which is a different life form. Okay. Which is weird because plants will have <laughs> mushrooms growing on them. That's true. And we can find out if they like it or not. 
Maybe some of them do. Maybe some of them don't. Maybe find them sexually pleasurable. Maybe. Maybe that tree has a fungi fetish. <laughs> it's kind of like, I think that is the comparable to a foot fetish. Yeah. When it's like... A fungi fetish. <laughs> hey, I don't really like what, uh... I'm going to call him Reddy because he's a Redwood. I don't really <laughs> like hanging out with Reddy too much. He's super into fungus. Well, you're also a Redwood, so it's kind of hard to move you because you're fucking huge. So <laughs> you're just going to have to deal with Reddy over there. So just be cool, Woody. Yeah. Do it. Don't don't kink shame him. I'm not kink shaming him, but he's very vocal about it. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there he is again. <laughs> just making random shouts throughout the woods. Now, I do want to make a slight stipulation okay. here. Okay. I don't think this is an ability where you just hear plants talking all the time. I think this is you go up to a plant and commune with it. So it's, so it's like a Jewett type thing. It's not like you're yeah. walking through the woods yeah. and all you hear is people being like, Hey, Jeremy! Yeah. Hey, what's it going, Jeremy? Because especially since, imagine if it, the, it was like that and you walked through a field of grass. <laughs> hey, man, what's going Hey, There's hey, literally there? millions of like things shouting at you then. So it doesn't work. Yeah. And... Uh, so the way that, like, that sort of – if it's a whispering, a communing, yeah. it also means that the intelligence of them is limited. It's more of they, are, they act as, like, eyes, well, effectively. You, you get – you can communicate with the plant. You can talk to it. But you get the plant's perspective. It's not like our episode where we talked about talking animals where we yeah. basically were like, <laughs> they have human intelligence and we talk like that. No, you can understand the plant. Yeah. You can talk to the plant. But it's giving you a plant's perspective. Okay. Right? So if you go up to an orange tree and you're like, orange tree, I'm going to eat your oranges. It might be like, no, don't do that, dog. This is my babies. Or it, or it might be like, yeah, go for it. I am the bounty of the land. Yeah. Depending on the plant. Just don't talk to them beforehand because I don't think they're into it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this, uh, this actually brings up a question of when – does when can you plant whisper? Can you plant whisper a seed? Because I don't think you can. No, 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 no. I, that's yeah. I don't think you can do a seed. I think you could do a sapling. Yeah, and I think you can do. I mean, that's the weird thing about fruits and vegetables because they. You know, you know, I'm gonna say there are some seeds that you could do it with, okay. like an avocado. You could you could plant whisper an avocado <laughs> yeah. pit. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, all you got to do is stick some toothpicks in that bad boy and let it float in some water, and it grows. It's yeah. pretty much already alive. Um, well, no, I'm thinking about, like, because an, like, an apple, essentially, like, there's an apple on a tree. Mm. The apple grows, 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 and then it rots, and then it, like, like, it goes yeah, through it a cycle. Off. Yeah. So if you just, like, if you pull the apple off, is it still communicable for a while? No, I don't think so. So it's, so while it's on the tree, you can talk to that apple. Well, you can talk to the tree, which is connected to the apple. But you can't talk to the apple itself. No. Well, vegetables, like root fruits or uh, root uh, That's different. Root plants. That's different because that is the plant. So you could talk to – so you could you pull can talk a to carrot a, You can pull out a carrot and talk like, to that carrot. Hey, what's up, carrot? Yeah. And he'll be like, eat me. You'll be like, no. He'll be no. like, put me back in the ground. I'll die without that nutrients. <laughs> well, I'm going to consume you, so I wouldn't worry too much about no, it. No, no! Because uh, <laughs> if, <the idea, laughs> if the idea is community. So I think what we've just discovered is is that people eat less vegetables and more fruit. Yeah, I'm – I. <laughs> of course, there are, there are exceptions to this rule. Like, for instance, cherries will be like, yeah – yeah, eat me. Poop out. Poop out my seed later. I like this. I like you do this, it. This is my fetish. <laughs> um, except the cherry wouldn't talk. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but the uh, well, what I'm thinking about with the uh, vegetables specifically, and you know how people would treat the vegetables specifically, mm. is that because it's communing and getting that sort of thing, and it's yeah. not specifically like like, hey, what's up. Um, then there will be. Then you will have two sides. People being like, "No, it's it's a carrot. I'm I'm supposed to eat them. Like yeah. it's it's the way things work." Uh, so there's a problem. And then people are like, "But we can talk to them. Well, we know they have thoughts." This is what I think is going to happen. Um, is that uh, things like uh, anarchy farming are going to be a lot more popular in this world. Anarchy farming? Just yeah. You letting things happen? Yeah, so you let things grow naturally, but you also do things like, for instance, if there's a bunch of leaks, Yeah. right, um, most places won't use the end of the leak. Yeah. Right? So you pick the leak, and then you chop off the end and rebury it, and a new leak will grow. Yeah. So 
in a in that sort of case, you're not actually killing the thing; you're harvesting it. So yeah. that, then it be, sort of comes like sheep's wool. Yeah. Well, right? I mean, that, that, that's also when it, when you have any sort of the fruits come from a tree. Yeah. When it when it's like the tree just hangs around. Yeah. Until winter comes, and then, at which point it it does not like it. No, it does not like winter. It does not like winter. Why did I grow here? <laughs> it's um, a good thing you can't hear them all the time, or else winter would just be the screaming of trees as they freeze. Yep. Yep. Syrup would be weird. Syrup would be weird. <laughs> syrup would the be weird. The blood of trees. <laughs> it would be very weird. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to get some syrup from you. No. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. We like it. Nah. It's gonna, it's gonna Wait, happen. is it is it tree pee or tree blood? I don't know. Is it tree? Is it blood? Is it something else? I don't know. Like, how do they feel about it? Do you have to I mean, coax I, it I out don't of the think tree? It, I don't think it can be pleasant to have a spout driven into you. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they feel the same way. That's true. Like, like <laughs> they might not care. The weird thing about doing, hey a man, topic, I'm really bloated. Can you uh, stick a spout in me? It's it's they they do usually just leak like that yeah. stuff out of their bark. That's true. That's true. So if, so if you're giving them essentially a spout to get it out, yeah, maybe they, maybe they like it. But uh, in terms of society changing things, I think anarchy farming, yeah, is a lot more popular. Yeah, uh, and I think um, plant breeding is a lot more diverse. Yes, like people have been breeding plants for a long fucking time, well, but. It changes when you can communicate with those plants. Yeah, right. Well, and also, what does the plant want? Also, there's no, absolutely no reason to have a fake plant. Yeah, because I mean, like, because you know you can talk to plants, they they take on a different connotation in your home. Yeah, like you they're guys, a companion, or they're also a security system. Yeah, <laughs> like who is here? If someone breaks into your home and they just like like topple over your uh, your fern, yeah, you're like no. Someone came to my house, and now I must find them and kill them. Okay, so we're making another movie that is a plant revenge movie. I mean, yes. <laughs> there is a plant revenge movie. Plant revenge movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> there will, well, I mean, Taken is just a different plot. It's, yep, they took yep. your plant. They took his fern. Ferentz. Uh, his fern Ferentz? Ferentz the fern. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have a certain set of skills. Some of them are gardening. Other <laughs> ones are murder. Yeah. Um, I guess there'd be crimes based around plants as well. If you know that you can communicate with something, right? So like tree vandalism, for instance. Yeah. And uh, there'd be like a, a group like the KKK, but for plants. And they go around <laughs> spray spray painting the trees like construction companies do. Yeah. 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 Because, I don't know, fuck plants. Yeah. I guess. they. Well, they're not. They're not human. Yeah. Well, racism would be way different. Well, you know, once again, the weird thing comes in the fact of the intelligence of the plants. Like, yeah. once again, we are not talking with plants. We no. are communicating. Yes. So we can get I, – I don't, I don't even feel like it's words. It's just ideas and yeah. concepts. And when you, like, like you know, you touch I the plants. I think there are, there's a, a level of understanding, yeah. maybe not necessarily language. Yeah. Um, because I'm thinking of this as a very, like – Druidic sense when mm. it's like you are in touch with, but it's specifically plants, no animals. Yeah, you cannot. You don't you know. Can't. You can't. You don't know what the fuck that fox that, is thinking that, about. That fox, crazy like a fox. You don't know about. <laughs> I don't understand them all. But <laughs> but over that that elm tree, you know everything about elm tree. You knew when it was a tiny sapling. Yeah, you have a connection to the elm tree. Yeah, elm the elm tree. Earl the elm tree. Yeah, okay. There you go. Um, <laughs> you know now, it's Earl. Here's the part that I want to bring in, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this in the first place right. holds a special place in my heart, Kevin. Right. Can you negotiate with these plants? <laughs> for what? Well, for instance, I have allergies to pollen. <laughs> so you, okay. If I had some flowers, yeah. so a pot of, of flowers in my house, could I be like, hey, just so you know, there's no bees here for your pollen to attract? Like, you're, I can plant more flowers... Like, the propagation of your species yeah. is assured. Yeah. You don't need to do that. Maybe just look pretty instead of smell and, and send your pollen everywhere and fuck me up. Oh, but Jeremy, man, you're giving me blue bulbs. <laughs> tell you what, tell it's, you what. It's super bad for I'll me. Tell you what, tell you what, okay? Two weeks' time, I have a day free. I'll take you to the flower park. <laughs> Where you can just... Where you can just... I'll leave. You can release all that shit. There's some weird sexual connotations to this. Jeremy, I want you to imagine going up to like a roommate being like, 
Hey, hey, Teddy, I want you to stop masturbating on the couch. <laughs> look, Teddy the cactus. <laughs> look, you probably might have kids. You might not. They'll probably get, but the population of your species, other people will have kids. Yeah. You don't need to worry about it, Teddy. <laughs> you don't need to do it. And, Teddy, if you really want to, I can take you down to a strip club. <laughs> and will, you can be I'll take w- you down to a flower shop. <laughs> and you can. Take it down to the beekeepers. And the beekeepers. Yeah. And you could just... And you could just let those bugs all up in you. <laughs> you can do whatever... I was confused. I was talking about an actual person. Oh. <laughs> You're referring to a plant yeah. again. Yeah, but well. now I have the image of Teddy who's just like, Ah, oh, bees! <laughs> <laughs> yes, bees. So I, I think you can negotiate with these plants. <laughs> I think you can negotiate with them. Absolutely. I absolutely think you can. Like, if it's within their biological power. Yeah. Like, you could probably negotiate with the plant of where to grow. Yeah. Because, because, like, yes, they grow toward the sun, but but there have been things that, like, like plants will grow towards something. Yeah. Like, a source of water or something like that. Or a source of light. Exactly. So, if you can go, hey, how about you grow, like, like, hey, I don't want you, you, yeah, man, I am not talking at all. You go into, like, the tree behind your house, like, hey. Do you want to grow your roots like away from the my house? yard? I just just don't break my foundation. That's yeah. all I'm asking. Yeah, because if you come in, I'm gonna have to cut them off, and neither of us will like that. So yeah, just grow away. Nobody's from it. gonna be happy, and we're gonna like it. And as yeah. long as that tree isn't like a dick. Yeah, yeah. At least, um, as long as that tree is not named Greg or Todd. <laughs> I think we've also been pr- kind of mean to Rachel's. That's true. I feel like Rachel's have come up a few times. No, well, let's change that. From now on, <laughs> we're mean to Monica. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, this tree named Monica is, yeah. is just like, nah, I'm going to put my roots wherever I want. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when you have to put in special services and the plant cleaners come by. So do trees get rights? Um, I, I guess they'd have to have some. In a, in a modern society, anyways. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, the thing is, if you can communicate with trees like that, especially if they're, for instance, fruit-bearing. Yeah. Um, they're a really valuable resource because also you can be like, oh, why didn't anything grow here? Why are you dying? And they can be like, this soil is poisoned. <laughs> or, or can they just be like, I'm sick. Yeah. Like you can, you can discover things. Yeah. About the tree. So they're a valuable resource. So I could see them being protected in some way, but I don't think they would like, there wouldn't be tree lawyers because there's no way they would understand human law. I mean, our world has tree doctors. So there'd yeah. Be tree doctors. Tree, there'd be tree doctors. Yeah. Botanists, much more serious profession. Not that botanists aren't serious in our world, but much more serious in this. I world. mean, when you when, when you can like intelligently communicate with some, something, then yeah, because yeah, yeah. you, you have a lot more direct knowledge from it. The other thing I think that happens with this world is that plants are more intertwined with human society. So yes. I think I think probably you have some architecture that's incorporating uh, living plants. I think you yep. have. Um, maybe like bike paths that are incorporating different types of plants. Well, you'd have more like, um, uh, cities that are more, uh, forested effectively. Yeah. Like more green yeah. areas. Definitely. And, more and, green and areas. just like intertwining between like, uh, the, the cool thing about Calgary, I, I think is that if you look at it from like up on a hill, mm-hmm. there's a lot of trees and just buildings poking out of trees. Yeah. I think we'd see that a lot more like aggressively. No, definitely. Definitely. Now the interesting thing to talk about here would be um, the the uh, paper. Yeah, like, like well, it's it's not a problem in a modern society because you have all electronic stuff. Yeah, right. But even um, now, like our forestry is huge. Yeah, forestry is huge. So, and I wish they'd stop printing out a flyer that tells me the events that are happening in my neighborhood. I'm never going to go to any <laughs> of them. You're just wasting paper. <laughs> Yeah. At yeah. least they have a recycling bin right beside the mail slots. That is good. Recycling. Yeah. 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 I, I assume all the trees are like, recycle my recycle my corpse. Well, the, the thing is, is that a, a tree is not uh, immutable, right? Yeah. For instance, stuff's going to happen. Lightning's going to strike. Uh, a tree's going to eventually die. Um, a snowfall will knock off a branch, right? Yeah. And... While the tree might be in a lot of pain from that or be mournful of that instance, it's not going to be upset if we take the branch and do something with it. Well, no, yeah, but that doesn't hurt, that doesn't help on a large scale. What no. I'm wondering is I, if uh, is if a sort of 
like side effect of this is that we're that you're going to be getting less wood houses and more stone houses. Uh, like, well, we're still going to be out in stone because the thing is that we can once again we can talk to trees. We yeah. have a certain amount of empathy for trees. Yeah. I, well, I think what happens is like you use plants in part of the architecture; they're just alive, um, right? So instead instead of having like a lean to, yeah. You might build up a sod house around a tree with the tree as its center support. So, so it's going to be like a hobbit hole. Yeah. Yeah, like a hobbit hole. A little bit like that. Um, I think people would still use wood, but it's probably more for tools. Well, the thing is but that... I, I think you're getting a lot more clay houses, a lot more sod in houses, uh, some stone houses for sure. But well, I think it also it also pushes people to discover ways to build without well, that. Well, I mean, like, the idea is that when you see something like a skyscraper, is it's mostly, like, concrete and, and metal. And metal. Yeah. Like, like, that's essentially what we're going to see. We're not going to be seeing a lot of like, – like, even at lower levels, even at when you're just in, like, a duplex or you're in, a, in like, those like, – Well, the I, like, if we're, talking, if we're talking timeline here, Kevin, yeah. I think in – uh, Roman times, yeah, you're getting a whole shit ton of stone buildings, but you already had a whole shit ton of stone. Exactly, buildings, yeah, like that's... right, and like that's not going to change a lot. Wooden buildings actually became more popular once it was very easy to process lumber, which was the Industrial Revolution. No, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, yeah, like the, the places where you get a lot of like wooden buildings mm-hmm. um, is a lot in uh, the Western world. Yeah, like there's a lot of wood buildings there because there's a lot of and Russia. Yeah, um, there's a lot of wood buildings there because there's a lot of like wood to make but when you have empathy for wood yeah you're probably not doing that as yeah much. It's, it's probably weird for when you you know you build your house with all these like wooden struts in the walls and then you bring in a plant and they're like hey, hey it smells like the dead of my kind in here oh well, that's because they're inside the walls you can't see them though <laughs> well, i hate them behind plywood <laughs> oh whoops Oops. uh don't worry it's all reclaimed uh <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think probably construction differs a little bit in that era. Yeah, but I think that pushes people to get more composite type products, right? Yeah. So instead of instead of having a bunch of wood houses, I think you have maybe carbon fiber or yeah. a similarly structured uh, synthetic. Well, essentially, we wouldn't spend uh, pro- as much uh, much time like focusing on progressing wood yeah and we'd have to focus somewhere else because once again empathy for wood yeah one thing i would so like th- to- what this means is that literally every structure is stronger and there's probably not events like the giant fire in san francisco yeah yeah or the giant fire in chicago yeah <laughs> or the giant fire in calgary yeah uh, well hey no here's the thing brian wow i almost called you brian i am your brother <laughs> you are my brother my brother's name is brian uh hey hey audience i've Woke up earlier today than I have in a year, which is not that early, <laughs> it's but not it's that early, early for me. So I did. Not I woke up at well. five a.m. Nice. Yeah, I woke up at five a.m. I didn't have to get up until six forty-five, but woke up at five a.m. <laughs> I. W- yeah, it's okay. I'm- it's okay. I had a nap. I'm nap fresh. I I tried to have a nap before you came over. I mostly just like faded on the couch. Mm. Anyway, so what I was so I was trying to say, yeah, um, was that. The fire in uh in you know Calgary, well not in Calgary in like BC and that oh, was yeah. in like the the, the oh woods. you're talking forest fire yeah no no I, yeah I was talking there was a big fire in Calgary yeah I back guess in, back in the day but we can talk about there's, forest there's a fires. big fire everywhere so here's the thing that I always think of when I think of like these druid type stories or these like characters yeah. who can do this is that even though they can commune with planet with plants. They can tell when there's great suffering. This idea of, like, this land is poison, I can tell it yeah. immediately. Yeah. So when there's a forest fire to that yeah. level, everyone is just hearing screaming plants. Only if they're commuting. No. Once again, like, like I'm thinking of these powers, and I can – and apparent, and I just remember that when there's, like, a great catastrophe or something big, yeah. you get the feeling. So, yeah, well, I mean, I think I think people because they have empathy for plants, they're in mourning. But I think also if you if you were to talk to a plant about yeah. a forest fire, I don't think it would be that upset about it. I, I, right. I, the thing the thing is is that for, forest fires are a natural occurrence. Yes, but it's still the trees burning down. It, it is, but like for instance, 
if you talk to a tree, the tree's probably sad about it. But if you go and you talk to, I don't know, a small bush or a fern or something like that that is closer to the ground, yeah. it's probably happy about it because that is now space that its kind can propagate on. <laughs> Whereas before, the trees were blotting things out. I have to say, just like, hey, just like a, I don't know, a news reporter being like, all right, bush. How do you feel this forest fire? He's like, yeah, fuck the trees. Now I have more land, more land to stretch out in. Ugh, yeah, stretch it out. I mean, that, that's the way that nature works. I mean, all these plants are just like jerk holes. Well, the, the other thing is, too, is that if, if we can communicate with plants, yeah. and we have to assume that there's some sort of plant communication going on between plants, then you might be able to explain to plants in a forest, be like, hey, just so you know, forest fires occur. So what we'd like you to do is maybe leave a gap where the trees are growing. And then that way, if a forest fire happens, only that section will burn. But see, once again, that's sort of the problem of like, what are the intelligence of plants? I mean, yeah. Because a- cause it also be like going to like a genocide because you're like, look genocides happen yeah <laughs> why don't you leave a gap between you and these other people so they won't genocide you that's true <laughs> it's one of the things where it's like like it's hard like that's not something you describe to people yeah yeah the other thing i just realized which is only semi-related to what we were talking about yeah is that certain things that have spread quite like far yeah. like like lyme disease when that started they were like i don't know what's going on with these trees yeah but if talk to your tree you could be like oh there's a parasitic tick that is going from tree to tree and infecting them with the disease let's fix this let's burn it down i mean you that's it's a quarantine right yeah you could actually quarantine portions of forest yeah with fire yeah 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 i can't imagine trees are or super just chill a, about or it. just a giant plastic tent like it's yeah I just, I can't imagine that trees are super chill about being lit on fire. Well, here's the thing. Especially when they're alive. Here's the thing. If we can communicate, we can be like, look, if we don't do this, you're going to be sick like that tree. It, once again, that's all, that, that depends on the intelligence of the trees. It's true. Because it's hard to explain to someone, hey, do more, here's what we're going to do. We're going to remove about 95% of your flesh. But don't <laughs> worry. You'll be alive. You'll be fine. You'll be it. Don't worry. It'll only hurt excruciatingly. I mean, I unless if we could, you know what we, we were could. talking about trees having rights. Yeah, what it might be is that trees have guardians. Okay, yeah, it's so like druids. Not well. I was thinking organizations. Okay, not like a singular person who is like <laughs> these trees are my wards. You shall not touch them unless if you go through there, me. There are no dryads in this world. <laughs> um, uh, but probably organizations think like national parks, okay, like park rangers, right? Yeah, where you're the head of this organization or the an organization's representative here, and yeah. you have protection rights over these trees, and then it's up to that person to decide what action needs to be taken. I mean, to be fair, uh, that's currently how trees kind of work. Yeah, like my um, uh, my sister got in a car accident where she slipped on some black ice. Oh, is she and- okay? Yeah, this was years ago. Okay, I guess um, there's no black ice right now. Yeah, because, you know, it's... Actually, it's September. I guess it could. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's Canada. It's Canada. Uh, but no, she stepped on some black ice like years ago. Okay. And, um, hit, and just hit a tree and pulled some bark off that tree. Mm. And then, then the city wanted her to pay because she took... Because she unlawfully took bark off a tree. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's technically so that's, that's, so that's city property. So the tree is protected. Yeah. Even, even though, you know, black ice, car, not really a choice of hers. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like that's the thing we kind of have now is the idea of people protecting trees or the guardianship of trees. Well, the guardianship of plants in general. Plants, yes. Because we keep on talking about trees and, and like bushes, but there's also just grass everywhere. Like, like... Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is a great thing about this world. Yeah. Grass is a lot less popular. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you would you would have a lot more rock lawns. It's it's crazy. Well, I don't think rock lawns. I think you're more likely to have, like, an actual forest-type floor. Just right up against Right them. up against your house. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, fair enough. 
right? You, you go outside and talk to your trees. Yeah. Or your ferns or whatever type of place you're in. Have this sort of gossipy stuff. You have that one tree who's a huge gossip. Yeah. I heard that Brad is seeing his secretary on the weekends. Monica, stop your <laughs> jibber-jabber. <laughs> and stop growing your roots toward my house. <laughs> I'm going to break your basement. I'm going to do it. I don't want to have to burn you from the inside out, Monica. <laughs> I'll do it. I will make you hurt. I'll try. Th- I'll I'll call those tree cleaners. <laughs> I'll call them, Monica. <laughs> yeah, so you could get in a fight with your trees. You could yeah. be friends with your trees. You could. Who knows? When Moses saw the burning bush, it wasn't that exciting. It was just a bush on fire. He was probably a little bit worried about the bush. <laughs> bush, are you okay? I'm here to give you commandments. Well, I mean, you're on fire. Like, it's fine. This is what I want. <laughs> I mean, that bush went on fire because God went inside it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is cool. This is what I want. I feel unlimited power. I am the God bush. <laughs> <laughs> the commandment the first. Thou shalt be subject to the bush. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to write that one down. Yeah. <laughs> You're clear- that seems like you and not God. You're clearly mad with divine power. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of gods, though, you probably have a lot of different interpretations of of God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot more. Yeah. Like, like it's- my, my guess, probably paganism is still a big thing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Anything that has to do with like. Yeah. Like I like our connection with nature is a lot bigger because we can literally talk to it. Yep. And unless it, and you might have a few crazy people who are like, I don't believe trees. Like, well, been, what do you mean what do you mean don't believe trees? There's a tree conspiracy. I call it Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's specifically acorn tea, acorn trees. It's the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Acorn trees which rule them all. And where is it based? Where is the red base? Well, it's at the oldest trees, the redwoods. Of course they're in charge. It goes all the way to the top. That of those very, redwoods. Very, very high up the top <laughs> and very wide as well. Yeah. There's that, there's that rope that goes through a tree. Yeah. I don't think it exists anymore. But, like, imagine that. Yeah, that, I think the tree died and they had to remove it. Yeah. But, yeah. like, the, the rope that goes through the tree. Yeah. It just, it's just kind of like, yeah. This is our dominance over you, plants. <laughs> <laughs> we made a road through you. Yeah. We cannot be stopped. I mean, there's there there are times where I think people are just like, ah, fuck trees. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think also there are times, like, even though we say you have more empathy to trees in this world, if you think about history, people didn't give a fuck about each other. If you did not live in the same village. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not your tree. It's yeah, their tree. It's I their care. tree. I care about that tree. Let's this cut, is my tree. Let's go to their trees and cut them down and build some wool, wheels with them. <laughs> yeah. Roll them around in poo. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I do with your trees. Yeah. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Greg tribe versus the Todd tribe. Yeah. Yeah. A war that has been A war waged. that has been waged for millennia. <laughs> A stupid, stupid. Stupid war. <laughs> Monica said that you're cute, but I like Monica. Well, Monica said that you're kind of hot, and I like Monica. Guys, guys, guys. Monica's a tree. Shut up. <laughs> we'll fuck trees if we want to fuck trees. Hold on a second. Yep, that's that, a, that, that's, that's the thing that happens. Yep. Yeah, uh, copra feel. No, I think that's poo. May, I don't know. I don't know. There, but there is, yeah. That yeah. plant fetish is way more common. Yeah. Only this plant truly understands me. <laughs> I want, I'm going to paint you a word picture, Kevin. All right. About what something that would happen in this world. Good. It's, uh, it's Sunday afternoon. There's nothing to do. You don't have any video games to play. You turn on the TV. You look at what's on daytime television. You see Mari. You're like, oh, Mari. That will be nice to have on the background while I make myself some lunch. Yeah. Right? Turn on Mari. Who's there on Mari, Kevin? Well, it's Greg <laughs> and his potted palm, Monica. <laughs> and they're having a serious relationship <laughs> talk. Should plants and people be married? Well, you know, it's not what it says Amari. Amari says, says I impregnated my plant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's something like that. It's And it's 
It's pretty, it's weird. It's weird, Jeremy. I just love his stamen so much. Um, <laughs> some dirty, dirty plant innuendo for y'all. <laughs> I, I love those knots. <laughs> those sweet, plump knots. Yeah. Let's go to, let's go to commercial. Okay. Finish this. <laughs> Today's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by sci-fi classic Solaris. You know, that Russian movie about people around a, a water planet? Yeah, a water planet, and they were walking in hallways. It's like 60 hours long. There's like some sexual tension, maybe, but you can't really tell because the culture is different. And then like he has like a dead wife, but she's sort of like hanging around. No one seems too upset about it. It's like... Really long. They're all just kind of like robots. Not, well, re- not real robots, just emotional robots. Yeah, yeah, and and also the remake. Yeah, yeah. Somehow. Which is somehow worse. Somehow worse than the original. <sighs> Thanks, It was brought to you by Solaris. <laughs> Fuck you. <clears throat> all right, Kevin. First question. Yes. Was your superpower plant whispering? It was not plant whispering. I did not even consider that at one moment. That it would be whispering to plants. Yes. Well, I figured we've done a lot of extreme Hello, stuff. Girl, let me whisper in your ear. But we haven't done a lot of subtle ones, so I tried yeah. to do a subtle one. All right. Funny enough, mine is also kind of a subtle one. I see. Yes. Well, my- I give you. I put you, the shoe on the other foot, which is yours. <laughs> my superpower that this entire world has is dream walking. Oh shit! So it's the ability to enter the dreams of others only while you're asleep. Yes. I think you also Does have everybody to- have this power? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Here is a conscious choice. Okay. Sometimes. I think it's like when It's like you're- a nightmare. Sometimes you do it not on purpose. No, I think it's more like how you know when uh remember Jamie when you were a wee young boy and sometimes you just got boners? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like- I wasn't a wee young boy. I was a preteen, but fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but you know you, you know, when you're like in high school and junior high and you just get boners. Yep. Oh, hey there. Why is this happening? There's literally no stimuli going on anywhere. (laughs) It's kind of like that. Mm, Multiplication. So so I'm imagining. Gotta get that algebra. What is X? So mysterious. Mm, Look at at the curves on that S. (laughs) I love spelling. I love trigonometry. Uh. (laughs) Whoa, Ralph. Teach me more about world history. <laughs> uh, Nazism. Ah, give uh, me a boner. Is this giving me? Is this a problem? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to anyone about this. <laughs> Those boys walk around with textbooks held in front of them. Yeah, they look very polite, but they're just trying to cover something up. Yeah, you start wearing jeans more often because it's heavier fabric and harder to see <laughs> erections through it. I did really, really like wearing sweatpants for a long time until something happened. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to stop this. (laughs) But our topic Uh, is not about teenage boners. No, but I think, I think dreamwalking. I'm imagining it it, it coming about. Like it's not something you're born with. So it's like a puberty thing. It is like a puberty thing. Okay. And you can do it accidentally. Kevin, Kevin when you get older, yeah. a couple things are going to change in your life. First of all, your genitals are going to react for literally no reason. Okay. Second of all, hair is going to start growing everywhere. Oh, no. Third of all, you might start feeling attracted to different people in oh. a sexual way. Interesting. Yes. Also, you might accidentally slip into another person's dream. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I just enter someone else's dreams? Yep. What? And you what? can interact with them. <laughs> so be careful. It's a very important power. <laughs> that we all have. That's right. And when you get older, you'll be able to control it. <laughs> but not the right genital now. stuff? No. <laughs> you'll never be able to control that. No, you never understand your no. genitals. Now, how about you set up and walk away? I'm just going to sit here for... I'm just going to think about stuff. I'm just going to think about something. Don't worry about it. Dead puppies, dead puppies, dead puppies. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so you hit puberty and you gain the ability to start to dream walk. So, okay. a few rules about it. Uh, one, you, I mean, you get it when you're, you, you're not born with it. You gain it later. It's yep. something you can be trained. something you can get better at. It only works when here's, you're sleeping. Here's my question. Oh, yeah. Can you dream walk into children's dreams? Before, yes. Okay. Yeah. 
And so an adult the, can invade their baby's yes, dream. Yes, as long as they're dreaming, okay. then yes. Okay. Um, I think... So you have to be sleeping and they have to be sleeping. Mm-hmm. And it has to be mm-hmm. in the dream sleep. They have to be having a dream. They have to be in the dream of ours. Yeah, they have to be... Was REM sleep is where dream happens? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but they have to be... <laughs> so they have to be dreaming. Yep. Um, for you to enter the dreams, clearly. Yep. Uh, and also, you have to... I think if you're doing it consciously, you have to be aware of where they are. The thing about being unconsciously doing it is you're just shooting out yeah. in all directions. Yeah, and you so, just, you're just getting you're probably entering your parents' dreams yeah. or something like that. I mean, that. to where you could also be entering your crush's dreams yep. if you go to bed thinking about him or her. Yep. Then yeah. Oh, are you are you kidding? If this happens in like teen years, people are setting up dream rendezvous. They're like, we can experience sexual <laughs> things with no consequences. Oh yeah. Dreams are freaky. Yeah, people are getting down in dreams. Like you see, dream walking as like as like when you see them, it's them like you know gathering information or like trying to figure out what's wrong with this person. No, Jeremy, it's going to be used almost exclusively for weird sex stuff. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have crazy mind sex like in Demolition Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you, when you go to bed, you just put a condom on on just lying in bed alone. Yeah, but you need that. That's not a random wet dream. You had dream sex. Yeah, you know it's happening. Which means I think in this world there's a lot less kink shame because I bet things get f- real freaky in dreams. Yeah, like I think as long as like as long as you do the most dangerous ones in a dream, yeah, it's a dream. Well, wait, hang on. Here's the question: <laughs> What is it? Is does what happen in dreams affect you in the real world? It is not Freddy Krueger. Okay, you can remember it. Okay, I think. No, here's here's the thing. Here's what I've been trying to imagine because you actually dream. You could actually dream a lot at night yeah. and only remember certain parts of it. Yeah, I think if you're the one who's dream walking, you remember it. Yeah, you're conscious the whole and time. And if the person who you're dream walking to doesn't necessarily remember it, what if you're dream walking and someone tries to dream walk into your dream? <laughs> Just empty dreams. I don't know. I guess. I think. Okay. What are the what, dangers what, of dreamwalking? What I was going to say is I imagine how this What are they telling kids in health class? How this sex stuff works, yeah. Jeremy, is that you have a mediary dreamer. Oh, no. No, because here's like, if you want to remember it and they want to remember it, yeah. like you could roll the dice and do enter their dream and do that one. Yeah. But the dreams are still dreams. You know, yeah. won't necessarily remember that the other person was in the dream. That's true. Because unless if you're really good at lucid dreaming, which could be true. That's true. I, I am a lucid dreamer. Yeah, you could be very – and you could remember all your dreams yeah. very well. Which well, means, people would probably remember their dreams more often in this world. I, I imagine so, because it would be more, like, focus on them in your yeah. daily life. I imagine your brain would change a little bit and you'd have more lucid dreaming. Yeah. But if you want to absolutely remember what's going on, you can go through a mediary yep. who'll be like, all right, welcome to my dream. I'm going to sit in that room with the uh, rhinoceros. You guys just, I don't know, do your weird fucking. <laughs> your weird fucking. <laughs> want can... to join us, Monica? No. No. no I don't. No. Look, I let you use my dream. <laughs> this is the fucking room. Look, I'm a crossover character. I was a tree <laughs> in another world. Now I'm here. I know it's that like you're a penguin, which I'm not going to comment on. No, no, no. When you dreamwalk, you're you. No, no. But you can be. But like, it's still a dream. It's it works with it's. Okay. It's not Inception dream logic. Where you're okay, always gotcha, you. Gotcha. If you want to be like, and now I'm a penguin. You yeah. can be a penguin. Okay, so there's real freaky shit going oh, on. Oh yeah, Jeremy. It's a dream. Yeah. The rules. Go out the fucking window. Let's have some crazy ass sex. I'm just going to be a giant pair of boobs. You're a man. I don't care. I'm, I'm going to have eight dicks. Eight <laughs> dicks all over the place. You're not going to know where they are. Some of them are going to be on the walls. <laughs> it's all me though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, they'll only get boners at random times. So have fun with this whack-a-mole sex. <laughs> whack-a-mole sex. So... So, so a few things to clarify also about the dreamwalking. The dreamer has absolute control over the dream. Yeah. So the dreamwalker can't come in and like they can change themselves. Yeah, but they the, can't change the. Dream. But they cannot change the dream. The dreamer has control over that mm-hmm. because it's still in their mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> which which means that like you know you can't just enter someone's dream and be like yeah and now guess what now there's a clown here and he's gonna scare you. Ooh. But you could become a clown and chase him down. But there would be a movie about a dreamwalker who could control the dreams of the people that they... It's, it's called Friday the 13th, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 sorry, damn it. It's called um, Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. yes. No, it's not in this world, though. 
<laughs> it's called Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. This one's called Friday the 13th. It's called Friday the 13th. It's Monica's favorite fucking movie. Because <laughs> of course it is. Because Monica has one to want to do that. Yeah. She, she's weird because she really sympathizes with the killer. Yeah. Who you know is a killer. Yeah. Everyone's weird. Get your by shit my, together, Monica. Everyone's weird by, she also rents out her dream space for people to fucking. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's a. It's. It's a legitimate job. It's why, a living. What? Yeah. Why not? You can charge people like, hey, you guys. The burden of Flintstones always <laughs> says. Trust me, I'm. Very, I won't tell anyone about it. I got a very good imagination. If you want like weird stuff going on, oh and man. This way, you will both remember it. I just realized something. Yeah. There are people who train their imaginations to be like a hollow deck. Yeah. So you can order a dream. Yeah. Right. And these people's jobs is literally. Just to sleep and imagine stuff. And for you to enter their dreams for them to, like, essentially yeah. do things. Because, once again, the world... I don't think movies exist in this world. Um, huh. Well, I... Oof. The question is that you still need to sleep to get this stuff done. And eventually you just can't sleep. Man, it's, well, insomnia would suck. That, insomnia would suck. But here's the thing, though. Like, you could... There are already people that work the night shift and then sleep during the day in the real world. Yeah. You could just have shifts for that shit. I guess, yeah. I mean, like, your night would be a lot more full of things. Yeah. Because you might as well be doing something while it's going on. Yep. Even if it is just like, hey, guys, so tonight, do you want to meet up and do, like, a, uh, I don't know, Call of Duty-style, like, war game in, in uh, I yeah. don't know. Are there video Tim's games? Mind? Are there movies? Like, I don't know. I think they still exist, but they're, like, representation. They're, like, pale representations of, like, what's going Does on. Does TV ever get invented? Are we still dreaming in black and white? <laughs> That is the question. Like, yeah. Like, see, the, the thing that I keep coming back to is that that even though you can do this, would you still want something during the daytime? Like, because we still live during the daytime. Yeah. So, and that's still real life. Yeah. So there's still extreme sports. People still, who still want to go bungee jumping because, and it seems even more crazy because you can just go bungee jumping in someone's dream. Yeah. But I think there's the idea of like, oh, but I've done it for real. It's like VR. Oh, yeah. Like, VR is a thing that... Well, that's... here's the thing. A dream can feel more real than reality, right? I, but I think... I like, think that, that's the basis behind a true nightmare. But I think the problem with, as I said, with dream walking is that you're always aware you're in a dream. Yeah. Because you're dream walking. Yeah, but it doesn't, if you get all the sensations, then what is real? That's... Yeah. Like, like, like... like maybe, uh, maybe, Kevin. Yeah. Some people will think that the dream world is the real world. <laughs> and that this is when we actually sleep. I mean, you'd have those people. Yeah. I think... They're called philosophers, Here's Kevin. the weird thing, Jeremy. I think in this world, it'd be a lot more clear that it's not because of the because you clearly have this ability to enter dreams. I don't know. Maybe you're just entering a different dimension. Maybe your perception just widens. For for the time when you're asleep. Yeah, right? Like, the, the thing is, philosophy, philosophy in this world would be way different. Yeah, yeah you'd have a lot more of that. The, the 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 thing that I always find that makes it different is the fact that because when you're dream walking, you are totally conscious. Like the thing yeah. that makes dreams so weird for us is because they treat us so, because we're the transition between like you know being awake and going into dreams is going to sleep. Yeah. But in this world, you go to sleep and then you have this conscious ability to be like, "All right, I'm gonna go into Ted's dream," and then you go over there. Well, only once you're a fully grown adult. Yes. No. When you're a teenager, you are you are mentally unstable. Yeah. Also, in this world, you are mentally unstable. Yeah. Being a teenager sucks because you're just going to bed not knowing if you're awake. Oh, I'm naked in a class. Is this a dream? Is this reality? I don't know. Yeah. Whose whose dream am I in right Every now? Every teenager is literally going mad <laughs> until they figure out that they can have sex stuff happen to them, and then they're happy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. The other, I guess the other thing that happens with this is that, you know, those people in high school who were just really randy, but nobody was interested in getting with them. So you mean people in high school? Yeah. Yeah. Um, every one of them gets laid now. Yeah. At night. At night in their dreams. Their dreams, I guess. Maybe they just dream walk somewhere and they turn into whatever that person wants to have sex with. Yeah. 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 Like they can effectively get it done i guess they they can they can crank a couple out let's say now i i don't think it's too far into like the possibilities of sex crimes no but like would that here's well here's the thing i think the consent laws really have to change yeah like, like, like the consent laws for real life still 
are the same. Yeah. Yeah. Always yeah. ask for it. Yeah. Yeah. You can take it away in the middle of the act. Yes. You're welcome, kids. Yeah. The rules for consent. But, yeah. They're they're actually not all that difficult. No. Just you, just use them. You Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but when you get into dream worlds where, like, nothing is real, but er- nothing is real, everything is permitted. Uh, Here's the thing. I think for teenagers it's difficult because if you're a teenager and you're dreamwalking for the first time, you don't know what the fuck is going on. You don't even know whose dream you're in. Yeah, right? So you could just be having sex with another person in their dream, not yeah. the actual person. And it you... You might not even be near the person in their dream. You yeah. might be on the other freaking side of the world because we have to assume they're dreaming an entire world. Yeah. I mean, hell, you may enter someone else's dream, have sex with someone else in that dream who's not a real person, just a dream person, and yeah. the person who's dreaming is like, that's a weird thing to see. That is – yeah, so I don't I don't think that's that. I, th- I think the thing is that there's no way of like – I think where it starts getting tricky – is when you when an adult doesn't. It's like I'm specifically going to this dream and looking for this person. Yeah. To do something to then consent becomes an issue again. Yeah, because and the, also the other instance where it becomes an issue is if there are two dreamwalkers that end up being in the same dream. Yeah. And they do stuff to each other. Because <laughs> that's got to be consensual as well. Like, hey. Get out of here. Hey, I'm pooping here. <laughs> I'm trying to have a dream poop, and you guys are fucking. I'm having the best poop. <laughs> this is the best poop I've ever had. And there you two come in doing some sort of Look, wheelbarrow. Everybody knows it's great to have a good poop. <laughs> I'm having a good dream here. <laughs> I don't want you coming in here with your sex stuff. I don't want you interrupting my poop with your intercourse. <laughs> Hey, I don't want this. And no, it's not better if you stop pooping on each other. <laughs> that is worse. <laughs> it makes it go back up. <laughs> what is this character? <laughs> well, a while back. No, I know, but what is this character? Why know. is he a thing? <laughs> I'm not particularly into poop jokes, <laughs> but this character. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess there's a little bit of, like, exhibitionism in that. I think it's, that. Ju- it's just fun to do that character. It, the idea of this really vocal person who's just pooping is really amusing to me. Oh, great. <laughs> um, okay, now let's go away from, like, sex and, I guess, fantasy stuff. Okay. Um, it, well, but I wonder, is there anything else that really the dreams would do? You could have meetings, I guess. Espionage. Yes, there is espionage, of course. Yeah, yeah. You can enter. You can. You, you gotta be careful in your dreams when you're dream walking. You can't yep. let any any like national secrets get away. Yeah. I wonder if someone could lock down their dreams because part of the part of the idea is you. Well, have here's to... the thing: if you're dream walking, yeah, there's nothing happening in your dream. Yeah. So if you enter someone else's dream, it's. Just uh, I just realized this is like, um, what's the word? It's uh, a dominant non-dominant thing, where right. some people like to go dream walking and some people like. To be dream walked. I don't just get away from the sex stuff. No, but I'm I'm not making it in a sexual way. I mean, yeah. like it's a it's a preference. It's like introvert and extrovert, right? Oh, I guess yeah. So some people like to go out and explore, and other people want to live in their own dreams. Yeah. Um, because once again, let me more focus on there. You know, there probably will be classes on like lucid dreaming and like being oh, definitely dream. in high school. Yeah, I mean, that's why I asked. Like, what what are what are teenagers being told in their health classes in this world? I mean, literally, like. How to dream, how yeah. to control your dreams, how to like how to, what ha- what it's like the first time you dream walk. And I wonder if there is a way you can train yourself to essentially lock your dream off. I mean, I I I can't see that there. I think instead of locking your dream off, you just make your dream very singular. Yeah, well, I, yeah, because right. Like if your dream is just an empty room and you're not even in it, anyone who dream walks into your dream is just, just in an empty room, which might be the like the way to essentially safeguard your thoughts. Yeah, if you want to get rid of. Is by like controlling your own dream because you can control your own dream. Yeah, and if, and you if, learn lucid dreaming, yeah. basically. And if a dreamwalker like comes into your dream, you can just like seal. Like you're actually they. It's I think it's very dangerous to enter someone else's dream that like un uninvited. Yeah, because they are essentially the god of that world. Oh yeah, they can make your life horrible. And if, if they, I mean, you can leave at yeah. any time. And if they figure out that you are a dreamwalker yeah. and not just another part of their dream. Yeah, because that's the thing you, you can try to hide yourself as part of their dream. But like if you if they figure out you're a dreamwalker. Then they can just like seal you in like a a 
I mean, as something. a Dreamwalker, you can leave at any time. I know, but but the the point is that like still, it's like, like once you do that, yeah. they can essentially focus on you. They can. Um, what I was going to say about the espionage thing is that one of the requirements I said about the Dreamwalking is that. If you want to do it focused, you have to kind of you have to know who it is. Yeah. So if you're having these secret meetings, what they would do is, is they would everyone have... go to sleep in this weird place. Well, no. Well, they, they don't even it doesn't have to even be a okay. Place. We'll, we'll they, meet in Gerald's mind. He's going to be staying at the hotel on Forty Second in Room Three O Two. I don't think you have to. Know He's where... going to bed at ten p.m. So Gerald calls if he can't sleep. I don't think it's necessarily that you have to know where they are, but you have to know who they are and maybe a general like idea of them yeah because then the idea of like the way espionage or the way that you like counter espionage is that you have a no friends no 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 jeremy (laughs) governments (laughs) i know governments have a person who is essentially just like they're secretly they are the mind yeah they are the cage that all the secrets go into yeah and it's like like and they're just a random guy it is not a job title but it's kind of like hey uh hey gerald we're, we're going to give you a promotion here. It's a secret promotion. You what? Are, you are now the cage. You are. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. And do you all you But to, I have a date with Monica. Uh. <laughs> no one likes Monica. <laughs> and, like, like you, you have to be paid pretty well because essentially every single night your dream is you're going to be, like, sitting in a room <laughs> next to, I assume, the room where the actual, like, yeah. meetings are going on. Yeah, you dream two rooms. Yeah, because you're not allowed in that room. You're not allowed in that you room. You don't have clearance for that. Yeah. <laughs> and if they feel like you're betraying them, they might kill you. Yep. Yeah. 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 Gotta be careful there, Gerald. Gotta be real loyal, Gerald. <laughs> or you are the cage. The cage that we all must stay in. Yeah. All right. Let's, um... Uh, <laughs> okay, let's do... Let's try. Let's try. Let's try doing both. All right. So Together? No. It's very quickly. Let's, let's mix them. Okay. And then I guess. And then we have them fight. Have them fight each other. Okay. So <laughs> let's, so so first, let's do friendly things. Let's okay. mix them. So so where are we getting talked? Can you enter the dreams of plants? Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, they're pretty boring. I know they're all plant things. They're all plant things. <laughs> but there's can... so much sun. Oh, my chlorophyll's really going. <laughs> but the thing I tell you, oh no, wait, oh Jeremy, it makes it easier to have your sex dreams. It does because you just enter you the... just meet. Okay, we'll meet. We'll meet under the sex tree. <laughs> we'll meet on the fifth in the dream of the fifth tree on Lover's Ridge. <laughs> Don't get confused, because you know those trees are going to be full of people. Yeah, I booked it. There's a chart. <laughs> the trees agreed. <laughs> the trees agreed. Hey, tree, make it super sexy like a red hotel room. I don't know what that is. I'll give you a picture. Can, can you see this? I don't have eyes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to transmit it to your brain then. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that seems hot. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd love to release my pollen in there. <laughs> no. No, don't make it weird. <laughs> don't make it weird. We're just going to fucking you. Don't make it weird, don't then. Don't make it weird, then. Don't give me a picture of this red room. <laughs> and then you go into trees. Yeah, you go into trees and fuck. And also, like, the empathy you have for trees is a lot bigger. Yeah. Because, one, you get into the dreams. And two, they're essentially like... Yeah, the world where dreamwalking and tr- plant whispering is, one, is a hippie world. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's a super hippie world. Because you're going to essentially be a tree like, hey, tree, I want to see a movie. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you. I guess you have people who are whispering movie ideas into trees, <laughs> and then those trees are giving those movie ideas to people. You know, a screenwriter. You know, here. a couple that you don't like is gonna meet in a tree. It's their tree that yeah. they always meet in. Yeah. And you just start whispering horrible things into it. <laughs> the cow, so many cows, just a bunch of cows, and they're all farting methane. <laughs> just a bunch of methane cows. The methane cow. yeah. cows. Cows made of methane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know you, but I'm cool with this. <laughs> you gotta trust your I tree. Mean, I like I like see I like carbon dioxide, so you must like methane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, and then I guess we when these the worlds fight if each they other, fight each other. <laughs> they're so two super <laughs> passive abilities. <laughs> I mean, I guess the well, Dreamwalker one is Dreamwalker better for spying. Yeah, would have the espionage advantage. But plant whisperer, I mean, they also the espionage. They also be good with espionage yeah. because they could, I guess. I mean, you could talk to the plants and see what was happening. Yeah, right. But it doesn't only really help you. From It'd a be distance. a shadow war. <laughs> the shadow war 
of the Dreamnet versus the Illuminati. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's exactly what it is, Jeremy. Yeah. You nailed it. And I think the Dreamnet would win. Oh, Dreamnet would win? Absolutely. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. It, it here's, was, here's the thing, Jeremy, Ke- here's it, the thing Jeremy, Kevin. It would be a long, brutal war. Kevin, Kevin, yeah. the Dreamnet? All their buildings are made out of wood. I guess. We could just light them on fire. <laughs> fair enough. The Plant Whisperer all live in individual fortresses. Okay, fair <laughs> enough, yeah. I, I I think there's no way to tell how this would end up because they're both dumb. <laughs> I think it's great. Well, if you like that episode, if you liked anything we did in there, you should uh, give us a rating, review, a subscription on Apple Podcasts or yeah. Stitcher or wherever you listen to us on. Yeah, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, that's the way our podcast is going to grow. We don't advertise, so yeah. please use word of mouth to spread it. Tell them, tell, tell them about stupid stuff. Tell them it's a gay old time. Tell, yeah, tell, tell them it is the most gay old time. The bee's knees. Use any sort of antiquated saying that you can. Yeah. Tell them it's all that in a... I almost had a bag of rocks, which is not the saying. Yeah, it's not. Man, I am sleep drunk. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know when our episodes are coming out, you'll get a notification if you follow our Twitter at Third Space Cast the day guess- after it comes up. Yes. You can also get us individually. I'm at Strongman K. Weir. And I'm at Mighty Fuse. He says an email. That'll be thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website at www.thirdspacepodcast.com. And you can, uh, I don't know, do all that. You can check out uh, my other podcast, which is Mr. Gossiers and Abs. It's a teen drama fan cast. Yeah. And you can check out me sometimes co-hosting the Guys From Podcast with Sean Cordingly. Yeah. Our theme song is Balrog Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space, where we take small boxes and put them into slightly larger boxes. Jeremy, I just opened up this box, and there's another box in it. Just like a Russian nesting doll. Oh my god, boxes! Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. Cool.